Welcome to Lead and Lift with Shabaday Jaglal Ramnath, the podcast where we work with high-achieving moms in leadership on their communication and confidence. Now our host, Shabaday. Welcome back to another episode of Lead and Lift. I am your host, Shabaday Jaglal Ramnath. Have you ever wondered how to get better as a leader? I mean, sometimes you get the role, you're the leader, but is that it? Or are there different levels to that leadership that you should be working and growing on? So that's the item that we're going to be addressing today. But before we jump in, let's make sure we're clear on what is leadership. Because if you Google it, you're going to get a lot of definitions. But the one that I love is from John C. Maxwell, who is the world's number one leadership coach. And John defines leadership as leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. So influence. So if leadership is influence, you're influencing someone, which is the people all around you. Now, a lot of people don't develop their leadership skills because they make the assumptions, first of all, that leaders are born. Now, leaders are not born. We're all born as children. We develop skills along the way. And leadership is a skill. So it's something that anybody can learn. Just like there's a skill to ride a bike, there's a skill in learning to walk. You too can learn the skill of leadership. So that assumption is not a right assumption. The other reason why people don't develop as leaders is a lot of times they're waiting for that role. So if you're an individual contributor, in your job, you're probably waiting for someone to tap you on the shoulder and give you that corner office where you're the boss, you're the leader, and you get people reporting up into you and you got to lead them. You have deliverables to meet or projects to do. But that is the lowest level of leadership, which we're going to talk about when we talk about the levels. Having a title doesn't make you a leader. You can be a leader without having a title. Remember we said leadership is influence, so you can influence people without having an official title. And a lot of times we hear that when you ask people like, we all do performance, we all do growth plans. Performance, I forget what it's called. There is a plan that is done in corporate at the beginning of the year or when you do your performance assessment at the end of the year and you say what is it you want to learn and grow, what skills you want to learn and growing so that during the year, the your leader, their responsibility is to help you achieve that. A lot of people have said that they will learn how to be a leader when they become a leader. Again, leadership is influence. So you're already influencing people around you. Why not learn how to do it the right way? Because there is a right way. When you realize you're a leader, you're going to show up better. You're going to be so in tuned with your values. You're going to show up better and you'll just play the game differently. 
when you know that you're a leader. So that's the assumptions that people make about leadership and why they don't develop as leaders. So how do you develop your leadership abilities if you are a leader? So if you're listening to this, you are a leader. How do you develop those leadership skills? Hey all, it's Shabade, and I want to make sure you go check out leadandlift.com forward slash society, S-O-C-I-E-T-Y. One of the secrets I learned on my personal development journey is the power of community. And that's why I created this society and you get to join for just $1 for the first month. So what is the Lead and Lift Society? It's a community for high achieving moms who want to elevate their career and life. It's a place to learn, network, grow, and connect with other high-achieving professionals. I'm really excited about this society because it brings people together. And let's face it, we learn better through social learnings and we realize our struggles are not unique and there is help available. Please just do yourself a favor and go to leadandlift.com forward slash society. Again, there is a trial for $1 for the first month. And you get live training and coaching on topics such as high performance, leadership, courage, confidence, communication, and personal development. You get tools so you can win each day and achieve your goals. You get an amazing global community so you can surround yourself with caring high achievers just like you. And you get 30 days of personal development for just $1 for the first month on this incredible trial period. Architecting the life you want does not have to be difficult or done alone. Join the society today to get the support and encouragement you need to make real change in your life. Start for $1 at leadandlift.com forward slash society. The first one is remember what I just said, leadership is influence. So you're influencing someone. Look at your children. Look at your family. You could be a leader in your community. You have friends that you meet. You're influencing them. You have team members at work. You're influencing them. You're able to even influence your boss because, you know, you can influence them. You can influence up, down, to the side. And your kids are always watching you if you have kids. If you're an auntie and uncle, the young ones are always watching you and they're seeing what you do because you're influencing them. So you can develop your leadership abilities by personal development. And by that, I mean by genuinely learning to lead yourself, by understanding why you do the things you do. Right? What gives you motivation? How do you increase your productivity? How do you gain clarity? How do you, you know, do difficult conversations? How do you communicate better? The personal development space is huge and it means that you should be listening to podcasts, reading books, going to seminars, learning how to be a leader, how to grow yourself so that when you show up, people look at you and they're like, something's different. Like your energy is different. I've heard that a lot, but they see you and they know that something's different. The way you speak, when problems come up, the way you show up for that, 
Do you throw your hands in the air and say, oh my God, there's no solutions? Or do you rally the team together and start looking for solutions for that problem? What do you do, right? So the first step in developing your leadership abilities is recognizing you are a leader and working on personal development so you can lead yourself first. The second one is Obviously, if you're a leader and you influence other people, you're going to have to develop those other people. In your teams, in your family, with your children, you want them to be the best that they can be. You want them to be, to grow into their potential. So how do you do that, right? If you're learning, you can share what you're learning with them. You can help them see certain things. So for example, If the kids, when they get angry, they can't control themselves and they start yelling and screaming, having a conversation about that, a teaching moment where you're explaining, where you're asking them about how they feel, what triggered them, what's going on, so that they understand that anger is an emotion and I can choose how I react to that. Simple things like that. And you're probably wondering, like, Shabade, why are you telling me this? Like, If I want to lead, I'm going to lead my team. Like, why does it impact my kids and my family? Because leadership is influence and you influence everybody that you come into contact with. They influence you or you influence them. Something happens in that interaction and that conversation. So by helping people learn to become better, they see you as that difference maker and they want to be around you all the time. Alrighty. So how do you develop your leadership abilities? First, you realize that you are a leader. You grow yourself and lead yourself first. So you know, like when you say you're going to do something, you do it. Because when you don't do it, don't expect other people to do stuff when you ask them to do it, right? So that's an example of what I mean by lead yourself. If you say you're going to do something, you do it. And hold yourself accountable. So then when you work with the team, you can help them hold themselves accountable. So you know that you're a leader. You know that you're growing yourself through personal development, books, podcasts, conferences, summits. And you also learn to deal, to grow other people around you. So that's the people development part of it. So you're probably wondering, what are those five levels of leadership. Now, for me to find this, I went to the number one leadership expert, John C. Maxwell, and he has a book actually called The Five Levels of Leadership. He also include an extract of that in his other books, Developing the Leader in You. So I looked at this and I thought, you know what, this would be great to share with my audience because a lot of times we get into one level of leadership And we think we've arrived, that that is the destination. And what I want to share with you today is knowing these five levels, once you know it, you can't unknow it because I told you what it is. You heard it. So now you're going to ask yourself as we go through this, which level are you at and how do you get yourself to the next level? Because what you'll notice is we all have another level and you should be striving to achieve that next level, just so that you can live and you can fulfill your potential. So according to John C. Maxwell, there's five levels of leadership. 
the lowest level is called position. And that is where you get a title. Someone taps you on the shoulder, you get that job where you have direct reports. So you do their performance improvement, their performance review. So because these people now, the team, they report into you, you have a certain level of control because you do their performance review. So they will tend to follow you because they have to. Whether they like you or not, they may rebel, but they will follow you because they have to because you're the boss. But some of the things that you'll hear them say is, that's not my job, right? If you're trying to get them to stay extra, to do extra, to step into another role, like a stretch goal in a particular project, they might tell you, that's not my job. And why that is, is because they don't really buy into the vision or the goal that you're trying to achieve. They're just there and they're just listening to you. Basically, they're just putting up with you because you're the boss and you have the title. And if they don't, you can take them to HR. So you don't want to be that leader. So now in your career, this is the first level of leadership. And once you're there, you want to move out of that level as quickly as you can, because what you want to start doing is developing relationships with the people, with the team, with people around you. Because if you don't develop relationships and you ask them to do stuff, they're not going to do it. Or they might just do it. They might do the bare minimum because you're the boss. So the second level of leadership, and, and we're moving up, right? Position was the lowest level. The second level of leadership, according to John Maxwell, is permission. And here is where we focused on building relationships. So now you don't just have your direct reports, but other people want to follow you because you've built a great relationship with them. Now, if you're in a corporate environment, what you'll realize is that a lot of times when you have projects or you have a goal that you're working towards, your team alone can't deliver that. You have to reach out to like the marketing team. You might need to reach out to the quality engineering team. You might need to reach out to the project governance team, right? Because your team only has certain resources to do the work. Those other people in those teams don't have a direct line of reporting on the HR to you. So to, for them to work with you, by you developing that relationship with them, they will help you and help you move your project forward because they like you. You care about them. You take the time to ask them how they're doing, what's going on with them, how you can help them. So that's how you build relationships. And that's how you start finding true influence because those people don't report into you but they still want to help you on your mission because they understand what it is and they like you and you care about them. So that second level of uh, leadership is permission. The third level as we move up, so we had position being the lowest, then we had permission being the other level. The third level is production. and. According to John Maxwell, this is where you start producing results. 
So, you know, we were talking about that team where you're the leader and you have people directly reporting into you, but you also need to work with teams outside who don't have a direct relation, a, a direct reporting line to you. So through your relationships, you're able to get the support you need. Now, when you deliver that project, you deliver that result, people see that you had a delivery. You achieved the goal. So they now want to be in your team. They want to help you. They want to support you. They want to succeed with you. What happens here is that people start following you now because of the results that you've achieved because of what you've done for the company or the organization. And they see you as someone that, yeah, it gets hard when you're doing a project. There's a lot of moving pieces. When you're aiming for a goal, there's a lot of things happening. But they now see you as that person who can rally the team together and get things done. So the higher up executives or your bosses, they love that because now you're stepping into that high achiever role of that leader role that they know they can give you stuff and you will get it done. This is where in, in the teams, you start getting high-performing team members. Productivity increases in that team. The team loyalty increases because they know that together you guys got that success. You start seeing less people leave the team, so the turnover is less. And people love working in that area so you find that the energy in that space is higher. People show up. They also approach problems differently where they know that it doesn't matter what comes up. We as the team have the answers. We can solve the problem. So it changes that entire team because now you're producing results. In my career in the banking industry, remember I told you I worked in corporate. I believe for me, my highest level I got to was a level three. Because when I got in as a consultant, I, I don't have a team, right? No one reports to me. I'm a consultant. But I was able to rally the team. So I quickly went to level two, which is the permission. And I started building the relationships. But then COVID had happened. And we, you know, in this specific example, we still delivered under budget on time for the executives. So I quickly got up to that level three production because we did the work in the team and that team could have deployed any other project after that because everybody in that team had confidence that they can deliver, they can solve whatever problems come up because a lot of problems came up, but they saw us winning together as a team. What that did for my career is some of those executives still talk about it today. And if I call them up, they're willing to offer me a job ASAP because they know that I can deliver that result. It doesn't matter what the challenges are. I can rally the team. I can get other people to support me and I can get results. Now, I've shared with you three levels. Position where you just have a title permission where you start building relationships, and then production where you're delivering results. Are you in one of those levels? Because a lot of times, most of us are in those levels. I'm hoping you're not in the position and you're not using your title to get people to do things, 
but you're actually learning about them. Like in your team, do you know who has kids? Do you know what's happening in their lives? Like you got to take a moment to ask people what's going on because that's, that's a human thing to do. That's not a boss thing to do or a leader thing to do. It's a human thing to do. Like find out what other people are doing, what's going on in their lives, how they're feeling. So level three, level four is people development. So according to John Maxwell, when you're a level four leader, you're into people development where you're developing the team. So what happens here is you're reproducing other leaders where they can then go and lead their own teams. And people now start following you because of what you've done for them. You've grown them in their skills. They've become leaders themselves. They're able to go lead their own teams and they'll always come back to you and they'll always help you and support you because you were that leader who took the time to help them develop and grow. So I love this quote that I read from John Maxwell and it says, Leaders become great not because of their power, but because of their ability to empower others. A lot of times, you know, we come across people in the environment, and I found this true for myself also, where someone in that leadership role, you could do two things, I believe. You can put down a team member and you can make them feel so awful that they doubt their skills. And I've had leaders like that, and it doesn't feel good. And you can also have leaders who lift the team members up, who see your strength and see your potential and help you grow and blossom into the leader that you were meant to be, show you what that is, believe in you, empower you, so that you can then go and you can lead your teams and you can continue to grow and multiply other leaders in the world. Now, that's the leader that I want to be because I've had both. And when you have someone making you feel like you're not valued, I mean, you give them that power. But when you feel like you're not valued, they don't care about you. You're not going to work. You're not going to give your best. You're not going to show up. So Choose to be the leader who lifts other people and they develop the team members around them. So strive to become a level four leader where you focus on people development and you focus on growing other leaders around you. And, you know, as I looked at this five levels of leadership and I reflected on my own life, I told you that in my corporate job, I felt like the highest I got to was a level three leader because every time that you start a new job, you start back from level one and you work your way up. Like this is not transferable, right? If you, once you change jobs, you're, you're, you always start back at one because now you're working with new people. You develop those skills, you make those relationships, you deliver results, and then you start moving forward. So keep that in mind. This is not a one and done. You're constantly cycling through the levels of leadership. The fifth level, and I think this one takes, you know, maybe your entire life to become this level five. And this is the pinnacle where you're respected as a leader. So John Maxwell is the number one leadership coach. He's at the pinnacle 
he has spent his entire life devoted to leadership and growing other leaders throughout the world. And he's now at a level five, right? People follow you because of who you are and what you represent. And you have that reputation as a leader. And that's why they come around and that's why they want to be there with you. My friends, I share those five levels. And again, I'll start with the lowest level is position. Then you move up to permission where you start building relationships. Then you move up to production where you actually deliver results and people want to follow you and be in your team because you can achieve results. Then you move up to people development where you start creating and developing other leaders. And then the highest level is the pinnacle. I share this with you because people, your most valuable asset. Sometimes we have such big goals and dreams and vision that one person alone cannot achieve it. You don't have all the skills and you need team to achieve those goals. And having people around you, they are your greatest asset. So if you're a leader, ask yourself, which level are you at, right? And how do you move to the next level? So at least you're at a level three where you're developing results with a goal of trying to get to a level four where you're focused on developing your team and producing more leaders in the world. My friend, this is something that you can do in your leadership journey. I shared this with you today because I want you to realize there is always another level. You have another level in you. And by choosing to learn and grow and focus on you and focus on building the team around you, you're able to achieve that next level. Because sometimes we can't do it by ourselves. We need other people there to lift us and then we're able to lift other people. Thank you for listening. Stay tuned for another episode of Lead and Lift. And remember, you have the ability to lead and lift others on your journey. Thank you for listening to Lead and Lift with Shabade Jagwal Ramna. Make sure to subscribe and follow so you don't miss another episode. You can find our guests' contact information in the show notes. We have resources to improve your leadership, your communication, and your confidence at leadandlift.com. We invite you to go check those out. Stay tuned for the next episode.